Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so thrilled to have a very special guest with us today. I have Carrie Roberts here. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Hey, Becky. Thank you so much for having me. This is this has been a fun day so far. So much fun. Carrie and I just had a guest masterclass for our Modern Direct Seller Academy members and chatted all about time management and different strategies on how you can be more productive in your business. And I convinced her to hop on the podcast with me here for a couple minutes just to share all this amazing knowledge with our listeners. So let's just dive in. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So my name is Carrie and I am I wear a ton of different hats, which is why I think I'm a good person to talk about time management because I'm I have gotten in the habit of juggling things. I um I'm a physical therapist. I've been a therapist since 2004. And I started my first side hustle as a freelance makeup artist in 2012. And I started um, business coaching and online business management in 2018. I love it. I love it. So you are really an expert at doing all the things, but also not multitasking and focusing on those (laughs) priorities. So let's talk time management. I have so many listeners that are in direct sales, many of which are working a full-time job and building their direct sales business on the side. Mm -hmm. So I know you have done this effectively, working full-time, also building businesses. I would love to hear just kind of your best tips on, on how to manage that. I think we're always looking for more hours in the day. So what are your best tips on how to really kind of have the best of both worlds, you know, working full time, but also building up a business. Okay. So I thought of something that we didn't talk about in the masterclass. So this will be kind of nice. It won't be redundant, but to be just honest with ourselves and understand that you can't do all the things all the time, but you can do things some of the time. And I liken it to, like I said, juggling. So a juggler, um, has control of like six or seven different balls or whatever, but he only has, or she only has like two of them in their hand at a time. So it's like, you might have your hands on one or two aspects of your business at a time, knowing that other things are in motion that you might have to be aware of. So it's like, you might be at work. And so that in in your nine to five, those, the ball of your nine to five is in your hand, but like, your um, direct sales business might, you might've done something to shoot it in the air. Right. And then when you get home from work, the nine to five ball goes in the air and then the home life comes in your hand. And so it's like, you know, debrief with the family, cook dinner, have some quiet time with the kids. And then that ball goes in the air and then the direct selling ball comes back. And then you might do an hour or whatever of your, of your job. So it's like the, the best way, I feel like it's a super long answer, but the best <laughs> way to like make sure that you can get 
everything done is just to make sure that you have different pockets of time for different things. And um, I don't believe in balance. I think that that I just don't think it's balance. I think it's more like harmony. And so it's like you might be leaning into or spending more time on A, but then in the future, you might be able to lean into B, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think so often we're trying to do all the things at the same time. And I know we talked this morning just a lot around multitasking and this idea of, oh, let me multitask and get that done. Thinking that that's going to create more productivity or more efficiency in our business. But that I hear is a little bit of a myth. So maybe you can speak a little bit more to just the juggler analogy, trying to hold all the balls and do all the things all at the same time and really why that doesn't work. Yeah. So like with the juggler analogy, you can't hold, you know, you'd never see a juggler with all of them just like living their best life, right? Like the deal with a juggler is they've got control of it all, but they've got only one or two in their hand. And so with productivity and time management and multitasking, a lot of us, I feel like we believe that multitasking is the only way to success. It's the only way you can get it all done is if you do it all at the same time. But it's just not right. And it's actually been proven. The Cleveland Clinic did a study and shows that multitasking reduces our ability to attend to things. It reduces our skill set and it reduces our ability to learn new things. So we don't want to actively be doing something that's going to prohibit our brain from learning new things. That's why we're listening to business podcasts like this, right? Because we were trying to get a quick win so we can implement in our day. And so just... Stopping the multitasking and what really showed me that multitasking, because I had learned it, I was taught it, but I didn't necessarily believe it, is when I actually took the time to start measuring how long it takes. And so, like, if I was going to write a blog, cook dinner and um, emails, you know, that took would take about an hour and a half. And that was my normal. And I was okay with that until one day I decided I'm going to not multitask and I'm going to swing through my emails first. I'm going to draft a blog second. Then I'm going to cook back dinner. And it took me an hour. So I was able to get 30 minutes back and I didn't do anything different other than doing them one at a time. Oh, I love that so much. And I think that, you know, also, you're able to be more present with the people that you're with. And, and I know that I'm guilty of this, and I'm sure just many others are too. But, you know, you're you're on your phone texting someone while you're also playing with your kids or you're trying to have a conversation with your husband, but trying to shoot out an email at the same time. And and I think that, you know, being more present and, and less distracted, it just kind of makes you a better person as a whole anyway, right? <laughs> I think so too. And it's like, I mean, how many times do you like, the grammatical errors yes. or like I thought I pressed send and I, you know, the text is still sitting in my phone. Like there's just so many little ways that we can drop the ball, especially when we own our small businesses and it doesn't take long to just be all in, you know, if you're going to send that email or respond to that message, it doesn't take long to be all in, but you might do better to spend time with your family and be all in with the emails, you know, tomorrow morning where you can knock 30 of them out at one time, as opposed to checking back in 30 different times. Yes, absolutely. Um, So what kinds of strategies do you teach? I know there's lots of different kinds of time management strategies out there and, and, you know, some things work for some people and don't always work for everyone else. So I would love to hear just kind of what, what you recommend, you know, do you like the Pomodoro style or 
more like time blocking or are there other strategies that we need to implement in our business so we aren't distracted and we can be more present and um, do less multitasking? So I love the Pomodoro method. I think if you are a type B person or you have a lot of like squirrel moments or the ideas just keep flooding in, if you say yes to any of those, I think the Pomodoro method is perfect because what it is, is you're working in a 30 minute sprint and 30 minutes is not that long to get irritated, right? But it's long enough to get some quality work done. And so what it is, is you work in 30 minute sprint. So 25 minutes, you're all in whatever task you're working on. And then you're giving yourself a five minute break. And the five minute break could be rewarding yourself with doing something fun. It's not related to what you were doing. But it's so great for people that have a ton of ideas or have a hard time focusing because you really only have to be in for 25 minutes. And then at the end, um, when you're in for those 25 minutes, you might be like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, but oh, I only have six minutes left. So I can kind of keep pushing for six more minutes. And you know that five minute break is right around the corner. Um, I love the Pomodoro method. And then another thing that you can do with the Pomodoro method or by itself is just time blocking. And it sounds really basic, but a lot of people may, a lot of people don't really time block correctly. Um, I think that when you time block, the way I teach my students and my clients is that you should be blocking the time to get something done. And you might need more than one time block to do it. It's not, I think it's going to take me an hour to draft this email. So I'm going to time block for an hour. It's let me block this time to work on emails. And if I get it done in an hour, that's cool. Bonus points. But if not, I might have to come back with another time block, you know, two days from now to kind of finish it up. So I don't think you should ever be saying, oh, this is only going to take me 15 minutes or this is only going to take me an hour because most times we underestimate how long it takes time. It takes us. And then if you're building your day based off of underestimated timeframes, then it's not going to work. Right. And then at the end of the day, and, and I can speak from experience because this is pretty much the story of my life here where I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get all this stuff done today. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh man, I only got you know, two of the 10 things done. And that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at the end of the day when you've underestimated how long things are going to take you and haven't gotten it all done. So no. I, I, like, oh, I like that. Yeah, no, just being realistic with how long things are going to take you and, and having that hard stop and knowing that you can come back to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you don't feel good when that happens because you don't feel good because one, you didn't get the test done. And then two, you don't feel good because you, you got your estimate wrong. Whereas like you can take all that negativity out of the window by just saying, I'm going to do as much as I can in 20 minutes, or I'm going to do as much as I can in an hour. And then you just are just satisfied with whatever you get done because you can always get a little more done the next day or the day after. Yes. So follow-up question on that. What do you recommend for direct sellers or small business owners out there that are, are really trying to do all the things? You know, do you do you think they can get 10 things done in a day or should they just focus on one or five? Or what is, what is even realistic for a go-getter to get done in, in a day? That's a great question. So I think part of it, you have to be realistic and you have to do some self-reflection and see like, what what have I gotten done in the past? That's number one. Um, and then let that kind of be your gauge. I think you should never have more than three things on your, I don't call it a to-do list. I call it a priority list. I don't think you should ever do more than three 
on your priority list because once you get over three, then you start to lose the value of having priorities. So um, I really think that for direct sellers and small business owners, you really should start. If this is a new concept, you should really start with one, just trying to get one solid thing done. Like for me, my to-do list is mandatory to-do list was, of course, having this conversation with you. And I'm going to do, um, I'm in a master class and I've got a little bit of homework to do. That's it. Yeah. And then checking in on clients and other things that have to get done that don't have, like I can check in with all of my clients. I know they're good because we all, I did work yesterday, but I can check in just to make myself feel good that I didn't drop any balls. Like they feel, they feel supported, but I know I can check in with them and that's not going to take me more than 10 minutes. Right. Like I don't have to take time out for it. Taking time out to do my homework that had to get done. Taking time out to serve your community and be on your podcast that had to get done. And then you know, in an hour, I'm I'm at a hundred percent for what I feel like I want to get done, and it'll be three o'clock in my time. And then now I've got the whole rest of the day. I can. I was. We were chatting earlier. I've got to clean up my office. I could set my to do list for tomorrow. I could do that later on today if I feel like it, which I probably won't. I could maybe knock out a little bit of laundry that I'm going to do this weekend. I probably won't. I will probably <laughs> watch the crown because I've been vegging on the crown, but it's like, I, I feel comfortable doing that because the priority for today has already gotten done. Yes. And it gives you that room to kind of reset and relax and refresh. So you're ready to go again tomorrow. I, I know that many of us work very late nights and then the next morning you're dragging. And so if you're constantly on, you don't give yourself that space to to really kind of recuperate for the next day. Exactly. And, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine who also is um, in productivity and she was telling me that there are some studies in corporate that are out that show like an, an employee that works eight hours a day is really only doing four hours of billable work. When you take out the potty breaks, when you take out the, the snack breaks, when you take out the lunch, when you take out the chatting with your girlfriend, when you're at the water cooler or whatever. Um, and then people do scroll on social media at work. When you take all of that out, they say productive time is really only four hours. So I was like, that's interesting. So she's actually a new client of mine. So I said, instead of saying, I'm going to work my, my business full time and I'm going to be all in for eight hours. If the standard mode of operation is four, then let's, let's start with four. And I think that when we're working as, you know, um, direct sales and small business owners and entrepreneurs, we want like every minute to be productive time. And we don't take into account, had we been down the block at the nine to five, every single minute wouldn't have been productive. Right. Oh, so good. Well, those are some goals right there. I'd love to get to a four <laughs> hour work day. That would <laughs> be nice, Not quite right? there yet, but I will let you know, Carrie, when I get there. <laughs> at least for me though, you know, my kids are at school during the day now. And I mean, those are my work hours. And so it isn't a full nine to five or you know, six to six, some people are working, right? It, it is okay. They go to school at eight and they get out at one thirty, And so I have eight to one and I do have to be really, really focused and productive during that time because otherwise it's going to take away from my time with my kids in the afternoon because I'm going to be finishing up work. So that's, that's yes. my, uh, my motivation over here. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking earlier that, um, people that have more on their to-do list or like on their plate, tend to manage time so much better. Like you're not going to sacrifice your time with your kids. So it's going to make you 
get more stuff done when they're at school. And that's kind of how it goes. When we have more stuff on our plate, sometimes it does naturally make us more efficient. You might feel like you're not getting that much done and you might just have to reframe it and say, is the issue I'm not getting stuff done or is the issue I've overshot and I'm overestimating what I can get done? Because you're probably getting a lot done wishing you can get more done, but you're probably getting a lot done in that short period of time, which is amazing. Absolutely. Oh, so good. Well, I could nerd out talking time management strategies with you <laughs> all day because it's, it's always my goal. Like, how do I be more efficient? How do I be more productive? How do I stay more focused and on task? Um, but I want to be conscious of your time. So thank you, Carrie, so much for joining us today here on the podcast. And I'd love to hear, you know, where can we connect with you? Where can we learn more about what you do? Because I know that you just have so much knowledge that you can bring to our listeners. Thank you. So I mostly hang out on Instagram. It's Carrie Roberts Coaching. And my first name is K-A-R-I. Um, my website is Carrie Roberts Coaching. And um, people can DM me there. And then if they want my time blocking template, um, I've already given it to you and it can be in the show notes. Perfect. I will add those to the show notes because I'm all about a good template. And I, I know everyone else will love that too. Thank you again, Carrie, for being here with me today. And I hope you have a great afternoon. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This episode of the Modern Direct Seller podcast is sponsored by the Modern Direct Seller box. This monthly subscription box is curated for direct sellers who love useful and fun stuff. Each box includes items to help you work your biz, grow your biz, stand out online, and treat yourself. It also includes a training to think outside the box. Snag next month's surprise box at moderndirectsellerbox.com. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and tools for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, myconsultanttraining.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your direct sales biz.